Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to another SLCD Wrestling Roundtable podcast. We are here as always. Um, this week we are going to rock back into our Tag Team World Cup and we're doing the round of 16. If you've missed our group stages, by all means go back, listen, see how we got to this point, see some people get thrown out far too soon, see people get Tyler baited and if you understand that, you've been a fan of SLCD Wrestling Radio for quite a long time. Hello, Scott. <laughs> hello, hello, Scott. Um, yeah. I will throw it around the table and then we will get started. Adam, you alright? Yeah, mate. Um, we've already spoke about this off podcast, but I'm celebrating today. Finally, at five stone off today, so <laughs> big milestone. It took me fucking ages. It did. I've, I, 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 no, it but like it I got no, I got to four stone two months ago, and I, all I've done since is be like, why is it taking me so long to get to five? Why is it taking me mean, so long? Does that mean that? Six is going to take you uh, four months. I hope not. Fair buddy, not do. <laughs> no, we, we've had we've had umpteen conversations about plateaus and about the fact that I'm not moving as much because I'm not at work, and that realistically, on a usual Monday, I'd have my breakfast and I'd leave and I'd walk to work. Whereas now, I have my breakfast and just sit around for three hours. <laughs> so before I do anything else, so that's probably not helping. But you know. Probably not. But it is what it is. You know. As long as it's coming down, it's fine. That's it. That's it. Callum, is it coming yeah. on? <laughs> is it? I mean, what for Hardy Boys, DIY? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, by the time this episode's released, people will know whether England have won the Women's World Cup or not. This uh, happens a lot when we record podcasts. We've, we've, <laughs> we've either beaten Spain or we've lost to Spain. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's the win. Up the lionesses. Yeah, man. Uh, d- hey, right. I'm going to tell a story that happened today, right? And you're not going to believe this, right? But I was sitting in our canteen and work, right? This is... Sometimes you think, we've come a long way. And other times you think, nah, we haven't. Um, so I was sitting in the canteen. We were watching the end of the game because it was on. And that's fine. It's all good. So um, I don't know if anyone watched the game or seen what was happening, but there was a point where I don't know who it was because I weren't paying that much attention. I do apologise. But one of our players was like bouncing the ball because there was like a throw-in or a free kick or whatever. Bounced the ball and it bounced into her face. I don't know if you've seen this. Did you see it, Callum? I may have been too busy to get my pizza. So it bounced into her face. No big thing. She was just like, oh, God, like that, and then carried on. Not Literally nothing. No comments of it. No thingy. Some fella in my canteen, don't know, from a different department, blah, blah, blah. So good. Um, was like, well, she bounced her first face there. 
shit Andy <laughs> like, you, well, get that with a men <laughs> no when you just like we're about to make it to the final mate. like oh. I, don't, I don't think you fully understand what's going on she's just like <laughs> bounced the ball and it's just bounced off a bit of like turns up grass or something and it's just it and she's gone oh god that's it you know what I mean it's like why? Why? Why was that? Why? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Some people decide to speak when they don't need to. That's it. You know, when you're just like, oh, these women shit. Yeah. It's just like, wow, wow. Sure. <laughs> anyway, anywho, anywho, let's get to wrestling. Um, round of sixteen. What are your thoughts? What are your uh, What are you thinking? Do you think there's going to be? Yeah, I think there's going to be some tough ones here. Yeah. I, I will say this, I'm, I'm slightly annoyed that today, because I've mentioned to you guys about fitting into all the t-shirts and stuff like that, I've spent yeah. most of the day wearing an American Alpha t-shirt, um, ready for this, but oh, then no. it's, it got a bit too hot in Manchester, it was a bit sweaty, so I decided not to, I needed something a bit looser, so I've got my Eddie, Eddie jersey back on. Um, but it yeah. got a bit too hot in Manchester, a sentence nobody says ever. <laughs> oh, so that, I mean, I think that's why it took me my surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm not expecting this. What the hell? Yeah. To be fair, I was wearing jeans before, <laughs> and I wearing shorts. So it is. It is. This is hot. it. No, I mean, it I've is. gone from American Alpha T-shirt and jeans to shorts and an Eddie Guerrero jersey that's two yeah. sizes too big. So <laughs> that's exactly where I want to be. <laughs> it is quite, quite hot. I will be. I will be. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, but um, yeah, in terms of the teams, we're gonna have some tough matches here. I think we're open, like we're opening with tough ones. To be fair, like I yeah, think yeah, yeah. none of them are really particularly very easy. I'll be mm. honest. No, right. Um, out of interest, I'll say this to Adam because it's probably more likely. Have you got the groups in front of you? Uh, yeah, I know where they all came from. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Just because we can mention. Actually, I think I've got the group somewhere. Anyway, we'll go into it. We'll see yeah. what's happening. Um, right, so our first match is the acclaimed of AEW, Group AEW, versus Aussie Open of Group New Japan. No, of Group Progress. Progress, sorry, I knew that. Don't no, start claiming my picks as yours. Well, as <laughs> soon as I said it, I thought, it's not that, and then I thought, wait, do you sign for AEW, the AEW, and then realise nobody can't be because they're claiming <laughs> AEW. What? So yeah, progress. So we've got AEW versus progress. Uh, Callum, what are your thoughts on these teams? I think both teams, like in five, ten years' time, are going to be on the top of the tag team division, whether it be still in AEW or or somewhere else in, in the wrestling world. Mm. For me personally, I just would give the edge to Aussie Open. Almost said Australian Open, and that's because I saw a tennis ball in, in the corner of my left eye. <laughs> um, it's the it's the old adage that we've said throughout this this tournament. If you had one tag team one side of your town and the other tag team on the other side of your town, which one would you prefer to go and watch? And for me, it would just be Aussie Open. But you know, it, it's such a close call. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, yeah. What we'll do is right while I'm here. So, um. I'll give you some stats, okay, uh, before we before we get into this properly. Um, so the acclaimed are homegrown to AEW. 
So, yeah, them two as a team haven't been anywhere else as a team. So, their accolades are quite, quite short. But um, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, obviously, um, and the both Caster and Bowens have been on the singles the wrestler uh PWI five hundred. Um and the I'm not sure if they both got or one of them got most improved from um wrestling observer. But that's it. So as a team, although you think hmm, they're a proper good team, they haven't really done a lot. They're fairly new to the to the tag team division as a team. But if you look at like Aussie opening nuts, man. Like, hang on. So, Aussie opening, I've got, um, they are Attack Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions, uh, Australian Wrestling Alliance, uh, Heavyweight Champion, which is uh, Davies, uh, the Viant Tag Team Champions, uh, they are the Hope Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Over the Top Rope Wrestling Tag Team Champions, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they've been the IWGP Champions. And the a two-time strong open weight champion, and they won the first strong open weight tag team champions. Uh progress tag team champions, professional wrestling alliance, um Rev Pro British Tag Team Champions, couldn't ring of honor tag team champions, and Westside Extreme Wrestling Tag Team Champions. So they've been about as a team. So that influences anything as Callum said before it's like you're giving the giving the edge to them because they're more of a team do you know what I mean um Adam what are you thinking I mean other than the sort of I suppose tribalism of I have to go with Aussie Open because they were from my group um it would be I think Aussie Open would be my pick anyway because like obviously I've seen more of them I've seen more of them in person as well um, but them as a team just hit differently to me in that you've got that sort of, it is that, you know, quintessential big guy, small guy dyna- yeah. dynamic that you tend to get with a lot of teams, but they complement each other so well. And I, I'm not quite seeing that with Bowen and Caster yet, but I think we are still massively early days. Mm. You know, my, my, my sort of concern with them at the minute is... I don't want them to peak too early. I don't want them to sort of burn out and all that kind of stuff. Um, coming to a team that we're going to talk to uh, talk about in a little bit, but the Usos, like if you consider how long they've been going as a yeah. team, you know, um, it's it's you struggle to sort of think whether you can see an acclaimed going that long. But they there's definitely the potential there for them to. Mm. But I just I don't want them to have done so much so soon. Yeah. But my pick for this would be Aussie Open. Okay. I'll get you. I feel you. I... Hmm. See, I do get, I get what you're saying about Aussie Open. But one of the acclaims, one of the members is Daddy Ass. And everyone knows it looks really good. Um, but the acclaims did something that very, 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 very few teams are able to do. Which is they became tag team champions and kept the momentum of everybody wanting them to be tag team champions. That never happens. Like you never get a team where the, the momentum sticks with them and they 
carry on. It's always get like I said, people get bored or they get stale or they have to turn them heel or they have to do what they have to do. And it's it never the last team I've seen successfully do it numerous times is New Day. Like that's the only team I can think of. Not the only team, but the only team recent in recent memory where everyone's been like they should be the champs, they should win. And then as soon as they win it, it's kind of like, yeah, but no. Like they're better at chasing the titles than having the titles. And, it's really uh, good because that that that's exactly how I felt about Jurassic Express. Yeah, I really wanted them to win the titles. I was so happy when they did, but then I felt once they had them, it was a bit like, oh. yeah, yeah. It's so hard to book a bit anyone. I think it's so hard to book a babyface champion hmm. after they've like been the underdog of the story, yeah. and then look, then, at, look yeah. at Kevin and Sammy right now. Like yeah. I know KO is out injured, but they had that huge moment at WrestleMania where for those few minutes tag team wrestling felt incredibly important and on par with the the world title picture. Mm. And all of a sudden it's just there now with the yeah. tag team belts. Yeah. It's a bit of a it's it's yeah, it's the hardest thing to do in, in wrestling, I think, is to book a baby face as champions. Like it just doesn't it takes a special somebody. Um because that they've already win, uh, they've already won. I'm gonna say the acclaimed because I just like to throw a point there away. Do you know what I mean? But I mean it's okay. You got this far. It's all good. So our first winner, our first through to the eighth. Is that what we're calling it? The eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinal. Yeah. Oh, the eighth. The eighth. The the, the Ocho, the SP and eight, the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the are they in the number one spot? They are in the number one spot. In the number one spot. So okay. we are gonna we're gonna redraw for the next round after we've decided all the winners for this. So as yeah. the Open are now being given the number one. Number one, right? Our next match is the Hardy Boys, uh, or the Hardys, depending on when you remember from um. Group WWE uh, versus the American Alphas from Group NXT. Adam, what are you thinking? Well, this is Callum versus Callum. So this oh. is the sort of like difficulty that Callum's got. Oh, I don't think it's his choice and all that. Um, it's, it's, ju- it's just occurred to me that in my in my little space now, in the little cupboard, um, I've got two things of two tag teams and coincidentally they are the Hardy Boys and American Alpha in that I've got pop vinyls of the Hardys just behind me. I'm not going to pull them out because, you know, it's thingy. But then, you know, we're ready, willing and gable. Oh, look at that. <laughs> like, I'm chuffed I've still got that, to be honest. Like, you know. Um, I, I loved Alpha when they were a team. Um, It was that sort of thing of like, Oh, they've paired Jason Jordan and Chad Gable together. Who are these two? What are these two going to do? Oh, they're coming out wearing tracksuits. They're trying to be Team Angle. They're trying to be all this kind of stuff. And then it just naturally just meshed really, really well. And that match that they had with um, the Revival at TakeOver Dallas was fantastic. Set them again off a course of really being happy for them to win the tag titles. But then I do think that because they wanted to get them on the main roster, they didn't have the best reign. You know, because that was the period of time where there were no two time tag team champions, there were no two time NXT champions because they'd have the title and then they'd go up as soon as they've lost it. That was the sort of pattern that we were following. 
I think on the main roster, they did themselves really well in that, you know, they were tagged SmackDown tag team champions quite early on. Um, mm. Obviously, it's a damn shame what happened to Jason Jordan because I do think we would have gone back to this. We would have ran it back at least once by now. Gable's a completely different beast at the minute. Um, I'm so glad that he's getting the sort of push that he's getting as a single star, not just with Otis as Alpha Academy. Do you feel like the kind of doing it though with what's going on, what's happening with the Alpha Academy? Do you think that would have been the same sort of path or um, storyline? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Because clearly they thought between the two, it was Jordan that was the, yeah, the yeah. one that was going to be the sort of breakout star of the team. Um, well, he's got Kurt Angle blood running through him, so. Well, you know, of course he has. <laughs> he was it's like Chad Gable was right there. <laughs> um, but having said all that, the Hardys are the Hardys. The Hardys are one of the reasons why I love wrestling because yeah. the first match I ever saw was Hardys versus the Dudleys in a tables match. And I, I just... Them in TLC, them in the ladder matches, you know, their eventual sort of feud, like being able to be there at Mania when they did Matt versus Jeff Extreme mm. Rules, like that was like, oh my God, I'm seeing these two go at it. Um, and there's, there's, it's, it's the thing is, it's them two, right? And in that really tumultuous time were Jeff left WWE, he did that sort of like allegedly drug addled thing in a diner towards CM Punk. Matt went through all the troubles that Matt went through, like videos of him holding a gun and pretending that someone's burgling his house and all that kind of stuff. Like, you sort of, we go through it and we go, well, I just hope that they're all right. I just hope that they're all right. And when the news came out about Jeff and his last run in WWE were, he'd left the ring, he'd gone over the barricade, he'd apparently walked out of the arena Everyone was just like, I really hope Jeff's okay. I really hope Jeff's okay because of the affinity that we've got for him, because of how long they've meant something to us and all that kind of stuff. Um, begrudgingly, my pick is for the Hardys, but I say begrudgingly because they are my team. They are like, if we did a top 10 tag teams, there's an idea for an episode. Hardys, Hard, Hardys would be my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you want me to give some stats before we get into uh, yeah. in more? Yeah. I'll give you some stats. Let's see. So, Alphas, obviously, are WWE NXT produced. So, uh, they've both been on the uh, PWI, uh, PWI 500 in 2017. They got Rookie of the Year in 2015 and obviously Tag Team Champions and WWE SmackDown Champions. Um, which is about it, but as you say, because they were produced in WWE, that would make sense that they are like this. The Hardys, Jesus, that's Anton Christ. They've got, like, they've won everything, I think. Um, so they've been Tag Team Champions in All-Star Wrestling, The Crash, um. House of Glory, International Wrestling Cartel, MCW Pro Wrestling, New Dimension, NWA 2000, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, They got Match of the Year 2000 and 2001 from the PWI, which was WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania 17. Um, Let's see. They got the Ring of Honor 
tag titles in oh, TNA. They are TNA Tag Team Champions. Uh, and in WWE, you've won WCW, the Raw, the SmackDown, the WWE Whale Tag Team Champions. They won the Teddy Invitational. Jeff and Matt have both won the European and Hardcore title, and Jeff has won the Intercontinental and Light Heavyweight Championship. So Matt was US bit. champion, ECW champion. Jeff, WWE. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um and they are also um I'm gonna need to see some reactions before I say this. Um so they are also Organization of Modern Extreme Grappling Arts Tag Team Champions. Oh, Omega. <laughs> yeah. Omega Tag Team Champions. We were literally just talking about shields. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have to call it something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll call her Omega. Like, but yeah, I think they got Omega before they got that. Like, I think you decided on Omega. We'll make it work. We'll... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we crowbar that in. What are we gonna do? Yeah, they needed an Omega. Um, So yeah, I think the stats essentially speak for themselves. But who knows what could happen? Like a what if for Jason Jordan? Definitely, because he was. I I'll be honest with you. If if they hadn't been injured, I could see Jason Jordan being world champion for now. Like honestly, they were ready to strap Mm. some boots on there. Like I'll be honest. So. You know, you know, um, Callum, buddy, I, I feel like I know what you're gonna say, but by all means, tell me what you're gonna say. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm getting rid of one of my teams in the last yeah. 16, so that's that's a difficult one, one to comprehend. Um, out of a, a lot of teams on this list, I would put American Alpha ahead of a lot of them, just not the Hardy Boys, and. I'm not going to talk too much about the Hardy Boys because obviously we've got the quarterfinals and possible semifinals and finals to come. Um, so I'll I'll save my save my breath on that one to try and get them as far as as possible. But <laughs> as you two have just said, it's just it's such a shame that that Jason Jordan suffered the injury when he did. Obviously, he was in the tag team then with Rollins, but as we've seen, there's no reason why you can't go back with with your old tag team partner and. And from memory, they didn't necessarily split Gable and Jordan. There was no no animosity between the two, so it would have been natural for them to be put back together. Um, and look, if they had another four or five years as a tag team, there's no reason why they couldn't have been better than the Hardys by now. But it, it sadly is an easier one because it is the Hardys. Okay. I... Personally, me being a wrestling fan for as long as I've been, the Hardys are one of them teams that inadvertently I have watched every single thing they've done in WWE um, and probably TNA, I would say, and probably AEW, Jesus Christ, and his life. Um, but yeah, I like Alpha's a Amazing and yeah, there's no denying it, but they're not the hardies, are they? Like <laughs> against anybody against another team, they would have had a chance, I think. Mm-hmm. But the way this looks and works and everything else, I think there's no denying that the Hardies are a better team. 
like if you could put these Hardys in the prime versus Alfred in the prime, I think Hardys would still come out on top. I think it'd be an absolute banger of a match. But I think Hardys would still come out on top. So um it's a Hardys Hardys win. Who get the number two spot? They do. He'll say. Um next up we have got the impact players from my ECW. No, oh, wait, it was was it mine? Was it, mine? it was sort of like a collective. Oh yeah. And um FTR, formerly the revival, formerly the mechanics. But I don't know if they formally anything before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. FTR versus the impact players. I have a feeling which way this one's gonna go. <laughs> um but we'll we'll see where it goes, we'll see what happens. Um Callum, give me your take on these two. I mean, it's going to be a very short and sweet take. <laughs> FDR in the last eight, nine years have been the best tag team in the world. Better than the new, so better than the new day. They had to prove it in, in NXT. And whilst their booking in, in WWE was suspect, let's just say, especially with that feud against the Usos and the whole shaving cream thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, anyone that had to do those sort of segments, you know, they, they deserve a lot of props. And then they really bet on themselves and joined AEW. And look at them now. You know, they're just all over the place, really, with in different promotions, and they're just continuing to improve week in, week out. Um, I guess I have to try and say something complimentary about the impact players, or I'll try. Um, <laughs> Out of a couple of the tag teams that we were watching in ECW for this for this World Cup, you know, for me, that was the reason why I put them in ahead of RVD and Sabu and Public Enemy. But it wasn't a necessarily strong group, in my honest opinion. Um, so when you put them up against FDR in the knockout stages, there's really only one winner. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. And what, yeah. What are... So FTR, there you go. Um, I will. I can throw out some stats if you want, or Adam, you can do your thing. Throw out some stats out. Let's hear them. Okay, this is one of them is going to be quite quick, and one of them is going to be quite long. I'll be honest. So ECW Tag Team Champions. <laughs> ECW, yeah. <laughs> ECW Tag Team Champions, two time, right? But then, um, just incredible as a world heavyweight champion. ECW yeah. world heavyweight champion as well. Um. I don't. I these were clearly another one of them things where it's an ECW creation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no two ways about it. Would these be have been bigger? Maybe. Could they have been? Maybe. There was a point where they were both in WWE uh, for a time, so maybe they could have done something with them. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So that's one of them, and the other one. Um, FTR talk about yourselves because this one's going to take a while. I think. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, uh, the All Elite Wrestling Tag Team Champs, two time uh, and current, obviously. Um, they are Lucha Libre, Triple A Wales Tag Team Champions, New Japan IWGP Tag Team Champions. They are the New York Post Tag Team of the Year in 2022. 
Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions in WWE. They were NXT, Raw, SmackDown, uh, Tag Team Champions, sorry. Um, they were a, a one-time <laughs> 24-7 champion. Did they build it together? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, they're the first tag team to become winners. So they were the first tag team to win all three. Um, what else? These... Uh, do uh, PWI Tag Team of the Year. Uh, Wheeler and um Howard were both in the top one hundred of the PWI five hundred in two thousand nineteen, and ranked number one in the tag team fifty in twenty twenty. Uh, and they won the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Tag Team of the Year in twenty twenty two and the Feud of the Year in twenty twenty two with the Briscoes. So. They've won everything that is to be won at this minute, and they won it all at once as well. Like they were both three, they were bloody the Triple uh, A, Ring of Honor, and uh, AEW Tag Team Champions all at once. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. they lost them all at once as well. But <laughs> there you go. That's another. That's another story. I think this one's one of them things where it's like. This is the impact players piece. I don't think we need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like maybe if they had a chance against somebody else, I don't know. Maybe if it was Alphas versus Impact players, or I don't know. But these are the way the the balls fell. So we were <laughs> the balls <laughs> fell this way. So FTR are clearly going through. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, I, like I wouldn't have minded this match to see this match. You know, I'll be interested to watch. Yeah, definitely. um, and maybe there's an argument for saying Impact players were a bit ahead of the time in the way that they wrestled and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, unfortunately, it's it's SCR. It's it's SCR, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, it's one of them where you can't really argue FTR. Like, mm. on everything, it's one of the, it's like the Dudleys, isn't it? Like, you can't really like argue the Dudley. Well, what about to to be fair? <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Um, our next match is DIY versus the Dudleys. This is gonna be rough, like rough. Um, Adam, give me give me your thoughts. So before when I mentioned that you know, over Alphas, Hardys were my team. Hardys, you know, and I think again it with a little bit of tribalism in that sort of thing of like Hardys were the WWF Attitude Era fan favourite tag team. Edge and Christian were the heels, and then the Dudleys were suddenly this team from ECW that appeared. And in that three-team rivalry that happened, people did pick a side. People picked a corner, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, The Dudleys are, you know, obviously the most decorated tag team, all that kind of stuff. If I'm going with my heart rather than my head... It's a DIY pick. And it's a DIY pick because, again, you say to me, watch a match on the network. I'd go to a DIY match over a Dudley match. Right? And that's nothing against them as a team. They're definitely not as flashy as, like, some of the other teams. You know? I think the flashiest they got was doing the was up headbutt. Um, (laughs) The the, the 3D was... Okay, I'm uh, okay. was it? I mean, it was a flapjack. Like, 
I mean, I, okay. Well, yeah. Flapjack into a cutter. Flapjack into a cutter, you know. Okay. Yeah, but again, and I really hope this doesn't end up being the finale because if it ends up being the finale, the final match, I don't know what I'm going to do. But my favourite tag team match of all time is DIY Revival. So it's it's DIY. It's DIY all day long. And I do hope that if they if they do do it again on the main roster, because they, they did this thing this week, I don't know if you saw it, Champ is mm. looking for Johnny, he's trying to find him. Yeah. Um, that they do it well, you know, because yeah. obviously we got the run, love the run. We got the yeah. feud loved part of the feud one final beat can go die a death um but then <laughs> they're sort of like very short and sweet reunion their match against mustache mountain at worlds collide like amazing yes but i want it again and we can still get it again whereas i wouldn't be too excited about the dudleys again Right, okay. So DIY. Or is that just because it's the Dudleys now? Oh, yeah, like I know that I'm talking like, it's like recency bias, isn't it? It's like I'm talking if if something was to happen now. And I think it, there's almost that hypocritical thing of picking a team that you like. Because clearly, when you do the DIY accomplishment thing, it's going to be NXT Tag Team Champions and then all the individual stuff that they've done. Because I don't think they were ever like evolved tag team champions or anything like that. But them two together have much more I was gonna say much more history, but obviously they don't. But there's there's more to the story that I like and that I fall into. And that includes things like individual rivalries, the rivalry against each other, that cruiserweight classic match, you know. Mm. Then I then I think Bubba and Devon do. Right. Okay. Okay. I will give you. I'll give you some stats before we DIY. Okay. DIY can have a point. So stop to the for oil. It's all good. Um. So obviously they've had the the separate things. So it's like the the NXT. They've both been NXT champions. Um. Gargano's been North American champion, uh, and Gargano's the first Triple Crown uh, NXT champion. Obviously, together, they're, uh, oh, do, 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 do. they're only a one time. I thought they were more. They're only a one time NXT yeah. tag champions. I thought they yeah, were more. They just had that initial run. Um, and then they got Match of the Year in 2016 against the Revival. Uh, and then they got Match of the Year 2009. Well, Gargano got Match of the Year. 2019 against Adam Cole and rather the year in 2019 with Adam Cole. So again, it's a very um linear idea of like them being a tag team. It's purely a WWE thing, and which is fine. It's okay. Clearly, they've done better than everybody else because that seems to be the argument every time. Which is like we've got these veteran tag teams against these tag teams that are created in a company and do well in that company, whether they will be together or be do well in any other company is a, I suppose something you're not really sure about. I don't really see. Um, and then the the Dudley's list is longer than the revivals or the FTR's list. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath. Um, 
Right. They are All Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Wait. World's Strongest Tag Determination League. I didn't even know that was a. Okay. So they won that in 2005. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Uh, the eight time ECW champions. They are Hustle Super Tag Team champions. They are two time IWGP Tag Team champions. Uh, they got Match of the Year, as I've mentioned, with the Hardys, two years on a row. Uh, they are Tag Team of the Year, 2001 and 2009, Tag Team of the Decade. Uh, they got they are Super Circle Wrestling Tag Team Champions in TNA when they were there. Bully Ray has been a World Heavyweight Champion. Devon has been a Television Champion. They were NWA World Tag Team Champions. They are TNA World Tag Team Champions. They were numerous tournaments. They got inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame. And in WWE, they are... Jesus Christ. Bubba Ray is a 10-time hardcore champion. What the hell, man? Um, WWE Tag Team Champions, WWF and World Tag Team Champions, uh, WCW Tag Team Champions... Um, for some reason, still in that Spike Dudley was the cruiserweight champion, and they are class of 2018 WWE Hall of Famers. So, uh, I, I've I've been talking so long, it's got dark. That's I mean, light's gone off. I've been talking so long that there you go. Hey, that, I thought it was holding a seance. I've was... gone. There you go. I didn't know that, that. That head that. is creepy. In... But yeah, so Dudley's have done it all. It all. So yeah. Um, You you vote first, Ty. Purely on the basis of you saying if I was going to watch a DIY match, I was going to watch a Dudley's match. I'd probably watch a Dudley's match. Okay. Maybe that's because if I was going to watch a Dudley's match. It'd be from like the two thousands, and Stacy was rocking around with them. Could be that. I don't know. Know what I mean? Not For really. all the right reasons. <laughs> oh, I'm watching a lot of ECW at the minute as well, so I would probably watch an ECW match because I don't know that. Like my era and your era are different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I would go with the DIY. Oh, I like. Champa's like probably up there with one of my favorite wrestlers, but yeah, it's the Dudleys, and I can't not. It's the Dudleys. It's on you. It's on you, Callum, to decide. Oh, Callum. <laughs> well, I've already lost one of my NXT tag teams. Um, <laughs> back in back in 2016, and I mentioned this on numerous podcasts that when American Alpha left NXT, I was in a in a state where I thought, oh, that's my favorite tag team in wrestling gone from the brand which in 2016 was my favourite brand to watch and then all of a sudden through the Cruiserweight Classic we were introduced to Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa and they just clicked and I know that their their title run was only six months if that and their whole tag team run was less than a year I don't like which way this is going but they were a tag team for me that made me fall in love with tag team wrestling. And this is this will be the, the unfortunate thing of my age compared to others, where my, my style of tag team wrestling is more DIY rather than 
going back to watch a lot of the Dudley's work. Obviously, I've watched the TLC matches, but Dudley's for me was more of their, hey, we're back in 2015 on a nostalgia run. And bar a few table spots, there wasn't a lot to get excited about out of that run in 2015. So not just because of that, but because of it being the team that I selected, really probably when, when we decided to do doing this World Cup, the first team that I selected to be for my NXT, and that's DIY. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, the most decorated tag team in the world. The, the, the most decorated tag team. <laughs> I... Wow. <laughs> Okay. Well, right. Okay. Okay. Can't believe you just knocked the Dudleys out. Knock the Dudleys out for two singles. <laughs> oh, you shut your face. Two singles wrestlers rocking and rolling in a couple of tag team matches. Ooh. Let's roll them in a tag team. Yeah, oh, because the Dudleys good. couldn't make it as singles, guys. How <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you know? Blu-ray is a multi-time. Don't make me say that it's Sky again. <laughs> Blu-ray, Blu-ray, Blu-ray down the road. Sally DVDs, Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm not happy about this at all. I'll be honest. Let's um, not talk about this, isn't it? So let's move on. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's the <laughs> where he was like fighting aces and eights with Hogan and was marrying Brooke. Brooke? <laughs> oh, like that was some. That was cinema. That. People yeah. thought about the bloodline. Tell you what. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ace and yeah. Garrett Bischoff, that's who you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just saying. Nepotism I mean. in wrestling. Let's so, go. Jeez, like, oh, go back and watch that. Um, next up. So DIY I am genuinely shocked at the least. I'm genuinely shocked at the least, but no. Um we've got Kyle Anderson and Giant Bernard. Ben, I thought you say Bernard. 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 Um, versus the Hollywood Blondes. You know what's strange, right? I feel like, because I'm like, I'm obviously wikiing people here just to get some stats. I feel like if we were going to do a Carl Anderson, we should have just done Gallows and Anderson. They're a far more successful tag team. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Bernard and Anderson was the better tag team. I mean, I know they are, but... I mean, at were... the end of the day, you picked them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I just wanted them in there because cool, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gallows is a bit of a wet fish, you know what I mean? But Gallows so is yeah. a weird one because he's moved like an old man for the past ten years, and I'm just always every time I see him wrestle, I'm convinced that he's just gonna give it up soon, but he just <laughs> keeps going. I don't really watch Gallows and Anderson all that much anymore. Like they're on the interviews with them doing all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, right. This one can be quite quick with the stats. Okay. Um. So together, as as a team, um, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson were IWGP Tag Team Champions four times, um, and G one, G one Tag League. Champions, um, and I think that's it. To be honest with you, they won the best of, best tag team award in two thousand and eleven from Nick and Sport, and um, they were 
Anderson was ranked 64th in the PWI 500 in 2012. Oh, and he was the Wrestling Observer, Obs- Wrestling Observer uh, Tag Team of the Year in 2011. So they have done, they have done bits. Like it's mm. not, it's not like the other thingy. But then, um, the Hollywood Blondes, um, Austin and Pillman. So they, the P Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Ranked them number fifty of the hundred best tag teams in two thousand three. In two thousand three, sorry, um, they are the they were NWA World Tag Team Champions and WCW World Tag Team Champions, and they were the Tag Team of the Year in nineteen ninety three. So they they've done they both done bits, but like it's kind of one of them where it's like they were a bit they were both a bit too short lived. So it's going to be interesting which one goes through here. Yeah? I already know which one kind of going, I'm leaning towards, but um, yeah, are these both my picks? Uh, no, one of the bonds were in WCW, which was a joint pick. All right, okay. Mm. So yeah, um, Adam, where you go? What are you thinking? This is the sort of most like in the dark one. Yeah, in that I've not seen much of either team. Mm-hmm. But the one that I've seen the most of and the one that I enjoy the most of is Bernard and Anderson. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. Um so is that your pick? That is my pick. Okay. Callum, what are you uh, what are you thinking? So very similar to Adam, really, where I've not watched a great deal of either of these two teams. Yeah. Uh but being a bit different to Adam, the team that I've seen more of and prefer, and you know, purely based on that match that they had with Rick Flair and Arn Anderson, it's Hollywood Blondes. I mean, that's interesting, eh? I didn't see that one coming. Sorry. I've got a good punchline if Hollywood Blondes go through as well, so don't let me down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's male now. I, it could be taken for the quarterfinals, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you see this is really hard because I think what did they kind of go on to do? If you look at it like what they kind of went on to do, Anderson stayed in a tag team, Bernard became sweet tea. Um Pillman got a gun and Austin became the biggest thing in wrestling. So it's a mixed bag, isn't it? You know what I mean? But I don't know. Like I really like Carl Anderson and Bernard. I loved Carl Anderson back then. This was when he got to like I think he got to the G one final. I think this right. while he was with, while he was there. So it's like he was doing amazing, better than he's ever done. To be fair, this was before he had abs as well. What the hell, man? Fat Anderson. Um, fat Anderson. <laughs> what? Fat Anderson. Well, he was fat Anderson, wasn't he? Big fat Anderson. <laughs> uh, bu- 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 I thought I knew what I was going with. Blondes. Going with Hollywood Blondes. Oh my God. Yeah. Didn't go expect that. Yeah. Didn't expect that. I'd already written Bernard and Anderson down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect me to go for, for Bernard and Anderson. I don't know. It's just like. I think I just like the idea of one more. Just wanted to make Alan's joke. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, I, I forgot about the bronze that. felt more like a tag team. I think. I think that might be it. To me, mm. bronze felt like a tag team. Maybe that's what it. Is. And, and early Austin is so good. Like he, he get like even like the ring master and like all like all the stuff in WCW. He's so good, man. And it's like people were just like, Meh. and then he shaved his head and became Austin, and everyone's like, "What? He's boss, isn't he?" But if you watch some of his old stuff, man, wow. It's so good. Like anyway, what's your joke? Oh great. Anderson and Bernard, grab a sweet tea and jump on a train. You're out of here. A sweet tea. Forget it. <laughs> and the train. And the train. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, that's me done though. That's the last sixteen. I've just had the best joke. That's it. You got me I for need three more episodes. Drum kit. <laughs> when these things happen. Right, so we're up to uh we've got three more to go. The young bucks of AW versus the Steiner brothers of I'm gonna say WCW. Yeah. Yeah. Say WCW. Um, I would like to add a tiny caveat before we do this that um, our personal opinions on certain Steiner brothers is by the by. They, they got into this. So I thought know. you were going to say our personal opinion on the Young Bucks because 40 quid for a picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's it. But I suppose one can be forgiven among that. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, Young Bucks versus Steiners. I think this would be such a good match, you know. Like, such a good match. Uh, Callum, what are you thinking? Where are you going? So neither of these two were in any of the groups that I selected, so I don't really have as much uh, affinity to to either of these two teams. Okay. But what I would say is, from, from just watching the Young Bucks' career, sort of starting in, in TNA's generation, I mean, you never predicted that Max and Jeremy Buck in like 2010 would be in the position that they're in now where they're sort of running a company and about to have a match at Wembley Stadium. So for me, it has to be the Young Bucks, but it's another close one because, you know, Steiners were, you know, sort of revolutionaries in their own right in the tag team wrestling. And, you know, we saw, you know, similar ilks to them with Team Angle and American Alpha and you could perhaps say Alpha Academy that you know if you hadn't seen the Steiners in the 90s then there probably wouldn't have been this style of tag team wrestling that we're seeing in the modern day but if I had to go and watch a tag team live it would be the Young Bucks yeah I see what you're saying Um, let me give you some um, some stats before we go Properly into this, so go with the Steiners. I mean, such okay. Hang on. So the Steiners, um, Mid Atlantic Wrestling, uh, tag team champions, New Japan tag team champions, PCW tag team champions. When the hell did that happen? Bloody hell! Um, Pro Wrestling America, Pro Pro Wrestling Illustrated Match of the Year versus Lex and Sting Super Brawl. Tag Team of the Year, 1990 and 
Uh, rank the best. Rank the number two in the best 100 tag teams uh, in 2003. Pure Action Championship tag champions. United Wrestling Rock and Roll Express champions. In WCW, they were NWA, WCW World Tag Team Champions five times. And NWA Mid-Atlantic, WCW World Tag Team Champions seven times. Like, they've been champions, like, a lot. It's mad. The, the 2002 Hall of Fame, two-time WWE Tag Team Champions. So, yeah, they've been, they've definitely been about. And um, Scott has won the World Heavyweight Championship as well. So... They're not not to like grumble about like they have been they've done a lot, so they, they definitely deserve to be here. Um, the books, the books, the books, the books, the books. They have been AW World Tag Team Champions. They have been AW Trios Champions. They have won the Trios Champion Tournament. They have been Chikara. Tag Team Champion, DDT Pro, uh, Dragon Gate, uh, Empire Wrestling Federation, Family Wrestling, Future Star Wrestling, High Risk Wrestling, Tag Team Champions in all of those, House of Glory, Tag Team Champions, Insane Wrestling League, Tag Team Champions, AAA Whale Tag Team Champions, New Japan, IWGP, Junior Heavyweight Champions, and... IWGP Tag Team Champions, uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Tag Team Champions. You got the 2020 Match of the Year from PWI in tw- uh, against Omega and Page. Tag Team of the Year, 17, uh, 2017, 18, and 21. Uh, they were number one on the top 50 tag teams in 2001. They are... And then they've won like loads of six man stuff as well. So like they've been six man tag team champ, obviously the trios title, then the Ring of Honor tag team champion, six that six man tag team championship with Adam Page. So they've done the thing, like they've been about, but I don't know about like it's a weird one because they're from like I know it's happened a bit, but these are from two completely separate eras. Like, these never crossed over as tag teams. They were never at a point where the Steiners would ever be about, where the books were. It's just not a thing that would ever possibly happen. So I don't, I don't know. I want to I wanna say the Steiners because the books annoy me, but I don't think that's fair. Books just annoy me. I don't know what it is. They just annoy me. I don't know why. Like, I used to love them, and now I don't. And I can't mm-hmm. put my finger on why I don't. Maybe it's because they use Carry On My Way with Son as the music. And I hate that. Like, every, I just die a little inside every time that happens. So, I'm going with the Steiners. Why not? I don't think they're going to get through, but it's on you, Adam. Yeah, they're not getting through. I'm picking the books. Um, like, you two know me. And, like, you know, listeners to the podcast will probably be able to figure out Adam's favourite style of wrestling. Jumpy, 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 jump. Like, 
It's booked all day long. Yeah. Like, me and you are going watching flippy shit. Like, I'm all in for it. Like, you know, that's me. That's me all day. And between the books and the steiners, it's the books. Okay. It's funny because this is definitely going on YouTube. <laughs> I've, just, I've think right. I've Googled how to stop a motion sensor from going off, right? And uh, the, you know what it comes on Google? Turn it off. Like, how can I turn it off? There's no option. They have the light, man. Apparently, if you stick something on it, that should help. But I don't think that will work. What do you mean, stick something? It what way? Stick, stick something on? over the sensor. The sensor's there. Well, then do that. that. Yeah, I don't think I've got anything to stick over it. Have you got tape or anything? But then, is that not just going to turn it off and then leave it off then at that point? It'll look like something's over it, so something's moving, surely. Is that not how it works? I don't know. Where's all my foreign film stickers gone? I don't know how... I, don't, I genuinely don't know how it works, so it could you just turn it off. On? Yeah. So um, the unbox have gone through. Yeah, that's, that's good, isn't it? That's what you want. The, uh, the young books going to it. Nah, I'm not really that bothered. Either way, with that one, that one was going to be sound. I was happy to have either one go through. Um, and maybe for controversial reasons, the uh, the Steiners shouldn't go through. <laughs> maybe we'll say that. Um, next yeah. up, we have got the Motor City Machine Guns. How have we got two TNA teams against no, each other? The, the, luck of, the luck of the draw. What the hell, man? The draw's a nightmare, yeah. I'll just ride off, man. Hey, jeez. Um, so yeah, Motor City Machine Guns versus AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. Um, Callum, seeing as though Adam's faffing about, <laughs> what are your thoughts on these teams? I mean, I had a lot of fun pronouncing one of these teams. Um, the group stage podcast, so I, I'm just going to call it. Oh no, it's I've turned the blue tack on it and it's gone off. <laughs> and now I don't know that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that had happened. Yeah, that's that not. It. That's a downfall if ever I've seen one. Know what I mean? Are you are we okay? Yeah, right? I, I think yeah. the vote for this one needs to come to me last anyway because they're both mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were, they were going to anyway, so don't worry about it. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, it's all good, yeah. So, Callum, what you were saying? So, yeah, so you got the MCMG versus Stars and Daniels. Yeah. And, you know, in, in researching for, for this, because I actually do some research for things, I watched the AJ and Daniels match versus LAX. I think it was like the six sides of Steel match. Nice. Yeah. And then I watched a match with uh, the machine guns against Generation Me. And in, in terms of the, the quality, I, I would say the, the Six Sides of Steel match was better because of the stipulation added to it over the, the machine guns match. But based on that, I'm going to still change my mind. Despite the match quality, I still am going to go for the machine guns. And I know that we have knocked out the Dudley Boys to DIY, which is a bit of a surprise. But in this scenario, I've just, just got to give the edge to the actual tag team. And when you look at the history that the machine guns have had in TNA, it edges out Stars and Daniels. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. I'm only sick with your 
Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Um, I will give you some stats. AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels have won the NWA uh, TNA tag team titles twice. Job done. Um, but obviously, like I said, when we were talking about the blondes and we were talking about all stuff like that, like what have they gone on to be? AJ Styles is like was like the biggest thing in wrestling at one point. Like he was the guy. Do you know what I mean? Christopher Daniels is probably one of the best producers and bookers and whatever else he does in the back. Like in recent memory, he's amazing. So them two like separately have gone on to do crazy things. Um and then right, so I'll give you some stats anyway. So that was that was AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. But I will say that um it got the match with Christopher Daniels that you've just been talking about against LAX at No Surrender, was it? Did you say? Yes. Oh no, you said six. Did you say six sides of steel? Six sides of steel. Yeah. Anyway, the other match it's No Surrender and that one match of the year. So it was a it was a good one. Um, and then Multi City Machine Guns. I feel like I swear every time I say that. But uh, all American Tag Team Champions, Game Changer Wrestling. Tag Team Champions, Tag Team of the Year, 2010, New Japan, Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, uh, Strong Openweight Tag Team Champions, Tag Team of the Year in the PWI in 2010, uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions in Impact and TNA. They are um, World Tag Team Champions. They both won the X Division Champion. Chris Saban's a nine-time X Division Champion. Jesus, they've both won the Impact World title uh, and they've won a whole bunch of end-of-year awards in TNA. So they're definitely uh, doing the thing. Like, I'm sure, aren't the current X Division or weren't the X Division and World Champion at the same time? Yeah. They won that, didn't they? Yeah, so... Um, I... It's guns, isn't it? It comes, yeah. Most season machine guns. I'm like, yeah. But oh, both of your picks have them. So, uh, who do you want to go for? I mean, you've got no chance because we've both already picked. Who would you go for? I mean, I do have such a soft spot for Styles and Daniels as a team because of the matches and all that kind of stuff against LAX. But the guns are so fluid, another level. Hitting differently, all the sort of hyperbole that you want to put on them, yeah, you know they deserve it all day long. So I would, I would go guns. Okay, um, I feel bad as well because Alex Shelley deserves some love because Velvet Sky was cheating on him with Bully Ray. Let that sink in for a second, just for one single second. How? 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 boy Bully Ray. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things. <laughs> Big fat Bully Ray getting the chicks. <laughs> I joke, I love Bully Ray. Like, I absolutely like, he's just the best. He's been over with the crowd since day one. I swear to God. I've been watching, um, obviously, ECW from like 1995, and that's when he um, debuted. And I swear to God, from about two weeks in the crowd, like he's been over since the day you stepped into a ring. It's absolutely mental. Like, it's, I just don't understand it. Anyway, uh, and our last match is 
the Usos, arguably one of the best tag teams around today, you would say. Well, actually they're not, because let's not take the podcast show. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, they're not. They're not a tag team at all at the minute. Um, versus the grizzled young veterans. Uh, what are your thoughts, Adam? Again, it's another tough tough one. It's a tough one mainly because GYV are mine. Yeah. Um, and the, there's no doubt in how much the Usos have done, how much, you know, the sort of, like the revitalization they got when they turned heel, you know, was massive. Because I think we can all agree that you're talking 2013, 14 time, that realistically um, they they were just dry. They were just sort of like, you know, floundering a little bit and they have really revitalized the careers, but I'm, I'm going to go GYV part tribalism because they're a progress pick and they were my pick and all that kind of stuff. Part. I want to see more of them because I didn't see enough of them as a team. And I know that they're currently the dyad in NXT, but I wish GYV would come back. This light's getting worse because I'm moving and it's not doing anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going GYV. Okay. Um. Actually, let me give you some stats. Yeah, yeah good stats. We'll do some stats. Statistics. Right, GYV are three-time Progress Tag Team Champions. They are. Um, Drake is a King of Chaos Champion. Uh, they were both in the top 200 of the PWI 500 in 2019. They won the tag team, uh, NXT UK tag team tournament. They are NXT inaugural uh, tag team, NXT UK inaugural tag team champions. And uh, Gibson won the United Kingdom championship tournament. What was the tournament? The second one? For the UK title. He won it. So he won the UK title. Oh, no. So he won a match against Tyler Bate, I think. Yeah, so it was the second one, wasn't it? The second thing. Do you like face Pete Dunne or something? It would have been Pete Dunne, of course. It would have been. Yes, there you go. Um, So that's that. And then we've got the Usos. They are for the Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions. They... Got the New York, the New York Post storyline of the year. What the, what a random accolade! Uh, in two thousand and twenty-two, they are PWI faction of the year in twenty twenty-two, tag team of the year in two thousand fourteen. They were in the top twenty-five of the PWI five hundred in two thousand fourteen. Two thousand oh, they were ranked number one in two thousand twenty-two in the PWI tag team fifty. They got the Rolling Stones Tag Team of the Year in 2017, and they have been Raw, SmackDown, what's it? Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and Jey Uso has won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal main event, Jey Uso. Uh, yeah, so they're both very WWE, I think. Like, the biggest the biggest thing, well, obviously, because I think they were born in the WWE, but uh, so GYV have got a point. Hmm. Cal, where you go? I wish 
we'd seen more of the GYV that, GYV that we were getting in the NXT UK days um, because I feel that they've been misused since joining the American version of NXT, um, even to the point where where Gibson or Rip Fowler was asking for his release a few months ago. And obviously you, you never like to see someone um, lose their job or ask to, to leave that their place of employment. But I do feel that GYV on the independent scene right now or working in a AEW or an Impact would do far better in that in that company rather than what they're doing currently in NXT. Mm. And yeah, but obviously I know we've said we're not going to try and date this too much. Um, but we're recording this a week or so after SummerSlam, where it seems like the Usos are sort of split for now. Mm. And you know, I mentioned on a SummerSlam review that I prefer the Usos together than apart. Um, so it's quite strange to be talking about a tag team in, in this format and thinking, well, what's going to happen now with the Usos in a few months' time? For me, it's a relatively easy one because... I've been watching the Usos since, you know, 2010, 2011, and sort so of been following their progression and their evolution in WWE from moments where they were doing the Hacker to, you know, having matches against the Wyatt family and then sort of going off the rails in 2014, which was why I was surprised when you said that they won Tag Team of the Year in perhaps a relatively stale period for tag team wrestling. But, I mean, the last six, seven years, the Usos have just been on absolute fire. You know, obviously the Bloodline story has helped them, but even before that, the, the you know, the day one is is H was mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, not day one is H from Steps. Um, and it just, it gave tag team wrestling in WWE a new, a new presence. Their matches against the New Day were just off the charts good. And really from that that point onwards, they, they've just been a force to be reckoned with in tag team wrestling. So the Usos. Um, the Usos are so good, but Zach Gibson scouts, isn't he? So... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, 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 shit. Um, you know, if we were doing this this time next year, right? And the GYV have been had been granted their release, mm. and I'd see what they could do, and I know they can do. Mm. And they went out and they took over the tag team division of every company they can think of. Like, I genuinely think. Because uh, young veterans could genuinely go do a Mac Cardona on the Indies and just mm. take over the place. I really do. Um, I could see them literally wrestling anywhere and getting over anywhere and getting the heat they need to get anywhere and putting on a five star match. I really can, but I think we haven't seen enough of GYV as GYV when you're putting them against the Usos to say they would win this match. I think it, it, it's it got to go to the Usos. They've been a tag team forever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, 
Yeah, to, the, they are the WWE tag team division. Do you know what I mean? It's, they at one point they were the only real tag team way back when. So yeah. I hate that. I hate that it came down to me. Absolutely gutted that I've just bailed GYB. Mm-hmm. I hate you guys. Um, I mean, Adam voted for GYV. I did. I did. Horrors. Absolutely horrors. Um, so, we have got our eight. We've got the eight. Aussie Open. The Hardys. FTR, DIY, The Hollywood Blondes, Young Bucks, Motor City Machine Guns, and The Usos. Interesting. What are your thoughts on the eight? The Ocho. The Ocho. Callum's got the most teams. Woo! Yeah. He's got it again. Yeah. I've got two. Ty, you've got two. And then we've got one from the joint group. Yeah. Ooh, no more teams from ECW left. No. Well, only only one from WCW, and that's the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the teams the teams we've lost the acclaimed American Alpha Impact players, the Dudleys, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson, the Steiners, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, and the Grizzled Young Veterans. So there's big teams that have gone there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right, are we ready? Yeah. It's our time. Ping pong balls. Ping pong balls. They're king pong balls. They're ping pong balls. (laughs) Right, so, first match, we have team number six. So, the Young Bucks. Playing home in an AEW ring near you. Oh. (laughs) Versus... Team number two, the Hardys. We're about to see that. Woo! What have we just seen it? I don't know. I'm not a fan either. Just seen it. Just seen it. Match two, team number one. No, seven. (laughs) Oh, City Machine Guns. City Machine Guns. Versus team. Eight, the Usos. Ooh, that'd be such a good match. Then. then we've got match three. Team number three, FTR. I'm just nervous about FTR. Oh, mate. no. Oh, no. Don't be oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Versus team number four. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bump in my head, I apologise <laughs> Which means one and five are the final match Which means Aussie Open Versus the Hollywood Blondes Oh dear Oh no Oh no Well that- I, I, I feel like I've got a fairly safe prediction on what I think the final, the final match is going to be then. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Right. Dr. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, three out of those four quarterfinals are 
incredible, just yeah. to say. Yeah. Like I think they're all going going to be two one. Um, the fourth one between Aussie Open was could be two one as well, I suppose. But out of out of the four on paper, that those are probably the two teams that at the start I wouldn't have expected to go through to a semi final. Yeah. So you've got Bucks versus the Hardys. And then the winner of that faces the winner of Motor City Machine Guns versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you've got FTR versus DIY. Wait, are we not? Are we not doing? Oh, do you want to redraw? Are we not redrawing? All right, we'll redraw then. So we'll redraw Andrew for the semi-finals. We'll redraw. It's more drama. All right, we'll redraw then. It's right, drama, so Adam. Books versus the Hardys is match one. Motor City Machine Guns versus the Usos is match two. FTR and DIY match three, and then Aussie Open versus the Hollywood Bonds is match four. Jeez. Jeez. I'm just, I'm just going to say this now while we're still on this podcast. I, I, I'm not doing the quarters now. Okay. My head cannot take doing FTR and DIY now. Yeah, that's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I think we've got a theme quiz in the bag that can fill a week. It's <laughs> fine. Okay. Let's go. Cool, cool, we've cool. got two and a bit weeks to work on our... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like eight. every one of us is going to go and watch the revival based DIY. Every single one of us is going to be like, okay, we need to watch this match here. Jeez. Which one do I pick? One do I pick? <clears throat> you know, we could watch Bucks versus Hardys from Supercard of Honor a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the night before Mania? Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah, man. We'll add. I'll have to. We'll have to add some watch lists before we uh, post yeah. this. Yeah. This one. Um. Right. Oh my God, I'm so. I'm so intrigued as to what the next match is going to like. The next podcast is going to sound like, and how it's going to go down. But oh. <laughs> to be fair, do you know what's interesting is that even the people who go through. If these are match versus two or three people, it'll still be a hard task to decide. Like it's not like okay, well if these go through, it's a done deal. It's not yeah, really like, like that. no no offense to Aussie Open or Hollywood ones, but I feel like whoever wins that match, that's the furthest they're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, there'll be the little engine that could. Yeah, man. Okay, the Sweden. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um anything to say before we go, Adam? No, I'm just not looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh. Hey Callum, anything? It'd be very fitting for a team from Australia to get knocked out in the semi finals. <laughs> I mean nothing le- nothing's left to say. Is you can't uh... creep that bias in here, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's left to say. Um. Yeah. Follow us. Like us. Uh. Subscribe to us. All that stuff. We're everywhere and anywhere. Wherever you get your social medias, um, or networks or videos or um, podcasts or whatever it is. Uh. Just put in SLTD Wrestling or um SLTD Roundtable and we will pop up. Um. And as always. Stay safe, look after yourself, look after each other, and watch the wrestling that you want to watch. Unless you're looking for something to watch.
and then watch the revival versus the DIY. When was that with to, Toronto? Toronto 2016. Yeah. Or you could watch the match at Brooklyn also in 2016. Mm. Either of those two if you're looking for something to watch. But don't watch it because we said to watch it. Watch it because you want to watch it. And we will catch you next time for the eight, the quarterfinals, the old show, whatever you want to call it. Bye.